Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Richard Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Goslin and Ryan Garvey. We're New England Social, your New England-based podcast about everything New England, from places to go, people to see, things to try, and experiences we're having, which is super relevant for this episode, the long-awaited experiences we're having episode. I like when I sent that to the group text, you both were like, what does that even mean? And we've been talking about doing this episode for like months. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of like a two-month in review. Like, we had to wait for the stuff to happen, but just experiences we're having, I don't know. Yeah. Wasn't the best way to present the topic. Yeah, no, I know. We could have come up with something, like, a little better and more creative, for sure. But I just, like, you know, that's what we decided on. That is what it is. Garb, how you doing back there, big guy? I'm going to be real. My stress levels right now are pretty low, man. Hashtag student teacher life. Hashtag second student teacher life. Oh, the the infamous hashtag. The infamous second student teacher life hashtag. I have I have a second student teacher who is solely responsible for tutoring students online. So it's like, <laughs> so, you're, he, so what do you? So do? you're like you're literally off the hook right now. You're not even like you're not teaching. You're mentoring. You're overseeing. I observe. You're a principal. I I. You're essentially a principal. So I'm teaching four out of my six classes right now. Next week, she's teaching four out of six, and then the week after, she's teaching all of them. So today, I just sat back for two classes and just, like, Chilled. observed. Kicked it. How are you guys doing? Um, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Rocking it. Settling into the house. Um, just got my new uh, pellet smoker, and it was a super stressful experience, but I'm, like, you know, getting into it, learning how to use it, doing the thing. Um, you get the, uh, when you get the smoker, it comes in on this pallet and I've been like reading up about it, watching, like, like watching YouTube about it and stuff. And I even watched like how to set it up. And like the number one thing is they're like, Oh, they set up the entire unboxing for you. So it's like super easy to put together and like, you know, whatever. And it all starts with you like tipping it on the side. And so I get the pellet smoker, you know, I let it sit for a night because I I got it late in the day on Friday. And Saturday morning, I go tip it up. I have Andrew Vargo, my neighbor, help me tip it up and tip it over. And he goes back to go do lawn work. And I realize I tipped it on the wrong side. (laughs) And and so then we had to like, I'm freaking out because like, it's like, oh, you're supposed to get, you're supposed to tip it on the specific side. And so I call and they're like, oh, just like, like. Yeah, I was like, tip I was it like, over. Well, I was like, I called. I'm like, you know what? I can't be the, I cannot be the only person to have tipped it over on the wrong side. This must be something they deal with all the time. So I call product support just in case. Like, I'll, I'll admit it's, it's an expensive piece of equipment. It's, it's like a nice grill. Um, and I call and I'm expecting him to be like, oh yeah, like we get this all the time. Just, just flip it back over. I call and it's like, oh, hey, this is Joe from product support. I, I've called three times now, by the way. And I'm like, hey, Joe, like, so <laughs> you know how it is, man. I just got my pellet smoker. I'm super excited. Wasn't really like paying attention to like the writing on the sticker. And I just saw the arrow. And so I just like, you know, tipped it over <laughs> and like, you know, just wondering what you're expecting, like what, like what you suggest I should, I should do. He's like, you tipped it over the wrong side. And I'm like, yeah. Like, have you ever. Like, have you, have you ever run into that? And he's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, He's like, right, wait, man. so just to confirm, you do know how to read, correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the funniest part is like, when I realized, when I opened it up, I realized it was like, 
it, I was like, huh, the insides look reversed right now. And I'm like, oh, it's on the wrong side. And I'm like, man, they put the sticker on wrong. That's kind of shitty. And I go look, and I'm like, nope, I'm just an idiot. So um, that was the start of it. And then, like, I won't dive into it, but there was, like, a small problem with it that I had to, like, fix when, like, I was loading pellets into it. It wasn't working, so it was really stressful. But I've cooked on it three times now. Ribs, chicken. I just finished a pulled pork. Um, it's not like I'm still getting used to it, but it's it's been legit. So I've been like really diving into to the barbecue stuff. Gosling, what's good, man? On your end? I mean, just living the married life. This is my uh, wow. You know, I took a little and not like a little break for the uh, mini moon, as we'll discuss, you and did. Uh, had an episode off. So this will be my first time since we're a bi-weekly podcast. Um, yeah. This will be my first episode in like a month. Yeah. So, Welcome back, man. Welcome yeah. back. Dude, so, you the dogs off the chain for last episode. Me and Harvey's getting after it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I listened. <laughs> uh, it was a good episode. I liked it. I liked it. Garby, your te- your teacher rant was like easily my favorite part when I was like re-listening to it. Yeah, um, your teacher rant was great. Of, it was good stuff. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, it was a fun episode. Um, so uh, <laughs> speaking of our last episode. Uh, you, I think we're going to answer, we had a bunch of questions that were sent in last week, uh, and you were going to answer all of them right now. And like, yeah, I can just pump through them in like, like two minutes rapid. real quick. Right. Do you want me to read them? Do you have them in front of you? What are you thinking? Um, I have them in front of me. If you want me Good. to just kind of, all right, um, rip it, rip it, pump rip through it, them. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna start down a little bit. What's your top restaurant in Portsmouth and why? You already kind of discussed a lot of them. Shout out though, I'm a big Mexican fan. Pocos, love that. Nice by the water too, so you get some good Mexican. Still get the yeah. water atmosphere. Ambiance. Awesome. Ambiance um, having a great time with the podcast and kind of just wanted to echo what you guys were saying. Like it's just great. You know, not that you need like an excuse necessarily, but just with life and whatnot and getting sure. older, you kind of just grow part. So this is like always something that look forward to just to kind of hang out with the homies. Um, all right, rich. Okay. So I'm just going to answer this one kind of too, because Garby kind of answered the DIY. So that's thing. from, that's from rich Raymond. Oh, uh, rich Raymond. oh okay. So like, it's rich. Rich Raymond was the one who your alter ego. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, not my alter ego. Uh, so, uh, what? <laughs> yes. Got him. Got them. <laughs> yes. Um, so first DIY or like biggest DIY thing I've done today, I actually recently replaced our garbage disposal and I've never done like anything really plumbing related. Um, so that was, was kind of cool. It what honestly was, was like not, not super bad, you know, watched yeah. a bunch of YouTube stuff in preparation and then like you know, figured it out. I'm just trying to become more handy. I love being more handy. Like ever since like hid the wires behind the wall in our condo and like, just trying to like, since the inception of building the shelf or not the shelf, shelf, the sneaker rack, the sneaker sneaker (laughs) rack was like such a pivotal point in our ability to build shit for sure. Honestly, I, I look when I talk, like I, I built, I built my own, I'm using right now. I built my own computer like I go back to the shelf when I'm like, we took that step to go build something, you know, with adversity in our face. The schoolhouse, the schoolhouse, like, uh, like gang. Honestly, when you think about them, yeah, like was just. In I our mean, face let's be it. real; it was mostly Maddie. 
It was mostly Maddie. It was <laughs> Sorry, Maddie. Maddie. We Sorry, love you, Maddie. but... It's fair. It was a dark time in our relationship. I'm glad we're over it. Anyways. Did you hang a shelf or create a shelf? We created a dope... Okay. Foot, like, okay. a dope shoe rack. It's not a shelf. It's a shoe rack, essentially, but, yeah. It's like a ladder shelf, kind of. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, so just to get back on track, um, garbage disposal. So that was kind of cool doing, um, worst tongue lash given a student, not applicable to me. Um, fantasy football advice. My advice for everybody would to not be to listen to Ryan Garby. Um, best hangover cure. Kind of second. Wait, what's your advice? (laughs) Give your actual advice. Because, because I'm pretty sure you go with the strategy I talked about. You've done that multiple times. Yeah, no, I have. It's just so, I mean, I don't want to get like super into it real, but obviously you kind of prompted me. I mean, when you tell, so you said that that was advice to follow for like new people and beginners. No, I didn't say that in the podcast. That's it. Yeah, you did. Do I'm going to go back no, and I find the time? I actually listened to it today. Oh, oh, yeah. You said this is advice for, for people like for new drafting. people playing the game. Okay. All right. Keep going. So I would, I would not. If you are a new person playing, I don't think that they are able necessarily to, like, understand the nuances of, like, matchups and all that thing to be able to – what did you, what's the terminology? To float <laughs> yeah. something? Yeah, so yeah, to, yeah. So to float a quarterback. So if you yeah. want to say wait on a quarterback for a little, maybe be like don't draft one in the first four rounds. Like, totally cool with that. But if you're a new person playing, do not try and draft a quarterback in the 13th round. Like, that's that's not going to work out for you. I agree with your take on kickers and defense. Um, and right. I just think that that's, like, very basic stuff, though, is my hag for you, is that's right. very cookie cutter. I don't think that, like, offers anything. Like So Rich's advice was and to listen like, to the experts. not going to lie, to come no, in here. My, and my, like, advice, my advice was to follow the numbers and listen to experts. I was, yes. I liked yeah. Rich's okay. advice about playing the waiver wire. That is something so, that of course. I feel like is feel like my one of my best attributes. It's I um, when you're floating, are you not playing the waiver wire and listening to experts? Like I'm assuming, like I think our vite if if you do what Rich does and what I do, you're gonna be fine. Like you're on, you're right. looking at the waiver wire. Right, but the whole and... the whole point is that somebody who's new to the game, like just focus on looking at the numbers and following what experts say. Don't focus so much on trying a wild idea or trying to play matchups and gambling. It's not a wild idea. It's it's gambling right. week to week is what you're doing. You're you're looking well, that's for the fantasy you're, football you're looking, in general. You're looking for the highest the highest odds matchup. But if you don't understand if you don't know the game of football that well or understand matchups fundamentally, especially player to player or player against defense, you could just put yourself in bigger trouble there and you'll you'll put yourself in a situation where you're always swapping people out. So where, where whereas you could just take some time and understand the game. The, like the whole point is that the tip you gave is more of an advanced tip. I'm not saying it's a bad tip. Okay. I'm just saying it's. So more what of numbers an are you tip. referring to when, when you said look at the numbers? Since since you're saying matchups is too advanced, what numbers are you referring to? Projected points per per week, which is based on the matchups, right? Matchups, green, yellow, R- right, red. So just fo- every app, just follow, just every app. Follow the just follow the points. Is all I'm saying. Green is good. Red but is you bad. don't always play the matchups doesn't always mean. All right, ladies. With the, with the all right, ladies. It's not that. Ladies, Honestly, ladies. All right, we'll, we'll continue this later. We'll continue this later. Playing the matches does not always mean following the points, and you know it. Anyways, Nick, go ahead. So, um, yeah, just I, 
I won't even really get into fantasy football advice anymore. Um, <laughs> so best hangover cure. Um, the two things I always try and get, I'm a big Gatorade guy and a Sprite guy also. Sprite, very helpful morning after. And as far as things you can do, I agreed with Rich, take a shower. I am like, shower is massive in conquering the hangover. Um, favorite UNH bar, you guys kind of touched on it briefly. Um, and we were like really only to experience this one at the end, but Ballard's for me, um, I thought that was the best just because yeah. food was pretty good and they had the same dollar drink deal on Thursday, which was like a big night for everybody anyway, um, just because college, dollar, dude, but so, pints, so well, so my thing is that they did the dollar drafts, but on their draft line, they had like like shipyard pumpkin head like sam adams like a bunch of blue moon like yeah like there was a bunch of good stuff that you could go on a thursday and get like some wings but then get like a couple of sam adam boston lagers and spend like four or five bucks and be like yo that was dope um so ballard's for me let's see when did we really meet um so honestly the first time yeah, I remember us meeting at clothing sale, and then, like, the Thursday night before bids night, we were at the beach house, and I remember, like, hanging with you for, like, a more extended period of time. One of the first times I met Ryan, actually, this is, like, a much more, like, vivid memory, but so, we, there was an info session at the MUB, um, and it was, like, just Adam Youssef, like, Chris Keeley, and I think, like, Andrew Choi, and the only people that showed up to it were me eric and garby and like <laughs> oh, really? oh yeah dude. wild could you imagine like going back to you then and being like oh like that kid that's there like you and eric are meeting is gonna be in your wedding and you're gonna be in his wedding yeah i would honestly <laughs> like, like i just remember that's being wild like, wow imagine they told us nick old boots I know. I was just like, oh shit. Like, I was like, look at this kid. You were just like, hey, I'm Ryan. And I was like, oh god, this fucking guy. And then. What? <laughs> like, I introduced myself like a regular human <laughs> Yeah, but you, you did it in your Garby fashion. I can just see it now. You know what I mean? Um, and then, like, honestly, I remember too, Garby. Like, I think this was also the Thursday night where, like, I was talking about referencing. Um, hanging out with Rich, it was when you were, um, like, sitting in that big, like, circular Darth Vader chair, and I, like, walked in, and I was like, oh, hey, Ryan, like, how's it going, man? And you're like, dude, I'm, like, so fucked up, I've been drinking so many Keystone Lights, and you're like, I can't, Huge you're like, I really back. wanna, I really wanna lean back, and I'm like, okay, and you were like, I can't lean back, man, you gotta push me back, and I was like, what? And you were like, bro, just do this for oh me, my- man. Gosh, and dude! I literally, this like I, I just remember like, t- like giving like a gentle push on his shoulder, and he just like fell into the back of the chair, and he was like, oh yeah," and he was like, "Thank you so much." And I was like, "Oh, oh my Can god!" I, um, so I was, I was looking through my computer, and my old files, and I have multiple videos and pictures from that night that you're referring to. Really? Wow. Yeah, I do. So can we release, I can send can we those release any you. of them on Instagram? No. All right. No. Good stuff, good stuff, I'm a good teacher. Stuff. Cool, 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 cool. Um, that's all right. That's good stuff. 
Any other questions? Are there any others? We can make a fans only and we'll release them there. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Nick, any others? Um, well, there's the like wind up in bed with one, and I honestly don't know who to answer. Just say it's Tom Brady. You know it. Tom Brady, sure. Tom Brady. Honestly, I'd be pumped if I wound up in bed with Tom Brady. He'd probably make <laughs> me right. sign some. He'd probably be like, yo, you have to sign an NDA. And I'd be like, uh, for like $30 million. And he'd be like, done. Let me get my wife's purse. Oh, slay him. <laughs> <laughs> and that's for going Hey, to I'll be here all week. <laughs> slay him. Wow. Okay. That, that, you know what? That's cool. That leads us right into our next uh, quick intro topic. Sports updates. Sports update. We know the fans have just been just absolutely on the edge of their seat for sports because we have. We know you guys have episodes. missed the sports talk because it's yeah. essentially something we do pretty yeah. much every episode. They were like Paul Revere. What the fuck? Where's my Celtics talk? Come on, man. Let's play this game. Give me one word, and then you can explain. But give me one word. Hopeful. Yeah, All right, I like that. Explain, please. Hopeful. So. I am I love the energy that they had given in game three. Obviously struggled a little bit in closing Agreed. games one and two. And but I feel like overall, if you watched the games, I mean I'm not trying not to sound like a homer or to take anything away from Miami, but in each game at halftime, they had like a considerable lead. And I just think that they their effort and focus may be called into question, but I think the talent majority lies with Boston. And so I don't think that it's like that big of a gap, but they are better than the Heat. They like they they just are. Why I kind of remain hopeful, they kind of got screwed a little bit in this miniature gap that they've had where they fit in two Western Conference games and only one East game. So the last time they played was what, Saturday? So any momentum or mental edge that they may have gained from the heat at this point, I feel like has probably dissipated. So I think that like the kind of rev up they got from game three, they're kind of just starting from scratch now. Um, But like I said, I feel like in every game, at least at the start, I was like, okay, the Celtics are probably the better team here. So I'm hoping that kind of plays out tonight. And Uh, Garby, one word to describe the Celtics, how you're feeling about them. And then explain. Um, one word. It's going to be a plural word. Individuals. I like the first I, two games. I like that word. Go ahead. I, I said that about who did I say that about? I said that about another you team. Said that, about, was it, I, uh, I said that about the Rockets. The Rockets. The Rockets. Exactly. You said it about. You were. 100%. And I felt like in the second half of those games where they lost the, the big lead, I think they they just stopped playing their team offense and were just like, all right, you know what? I could afford to take this shot that's closely contested and to kind of just stop taking good shots. That's how I felt. Um, and I know that, I think, who was it? Like, Marcus Smart came out and said pretty much something just like that. Like, we just started all playing, like, a bunch of selfish yep. individuals. Something along those lines. But, yeah, I think they just need to play like a team, and they're going to be just fine. But Yep. No, nope. totally agree. What's your word? If I could do one word, um, I think I would say anxious. Uh, because that is how I feel watching the Celtics 
every single game against the Heat is I'm anxious, no matter how how far up we are. It literally happened last game. Although we won, we were up by like 20 points at one point, 18 points I think it was, and the Heat crawled back. You know what I mean? And it's just like it's anxious. It doesn't feel like we can put a game away, and so it feels like a game of making sure – that were far enough ahead, I guess, that the heat, like that having the heat crawl back from a consistent perspective is too difficult for them to do. And that feels like how we won the last game. But I don't know that we can win that way. You know what I mean? And so just then it, it's, I feel anxious watching the Celtics right now. It doesn't feel like they have a good handle on it. Game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they could have a command on their game and play worse. And like, honestly, I was thinking about it, but like, those like Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Ginobili, like like Spurs teams, like that's how I wish this team played. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like I feel like I feel like this team has not like identical player talent, but like a similar talent spread. Where it's like you have a bunch of guys that are really really good at what they do. None of them are the best player in the league. But, like, they're all really good at what they do, and they work so well together that that's what makes them unstoppable is because they, they are cohesively – you know what I mean? Like, like nobody, like, talks about the big Spurs when you're talking about, like, a big three, even though they, like, had some of the best players at the time on their team because it, like, wasn't really about that. It was about them playing cohesively as a team and being, like, again, as much as I hate to say it, akin to the Patriots, where they're, like, they did fundamentals so well, they did playing as a team so well, they did selfless basketball so well, that that's what made them unbeatable. And so unless you were going to be perfect as a comp- as an opponent, like, you were going to slip up and they were going to make you pay for it. And that's how I wish we played. And that doesn't mean being, like, coming to play every single day. That doesn't mean, like, being the best team on the court every single day but it means being maniacal about certain fundamentals and the way you play as a team and not fighting on the court and not complaining about fouls to get technicals like stuff like that like and that's like we're just not doing that right now i feel like that's what the heat are what you just described i i don't know the totally dude i i don't know that yeah you i think you're right and like i think that that might be why you saw them curb stomp milwaukee Right was because Milwaukee didn't have that discipline. It's discipline is, is essentially what I'm talking about, right? With, yeah. You know, coming out and saying. Well, the Heat kind of honestly, they remind me not in like the same. It's I'm not like equating their pieces to this team's pieces, but they just kind of remind me of the Detroit Pistons from like the early 2000s when you had like the five guys and they were like five solid guys like it was like Chauncey, Rip Hamilton, Tayshawn Prince, Rasheed Wallace and Ben Wallace and it was just like a solid group of guys and there were really no like holes on the roster and I think that's kind of where the Celtics lack a little bit where Tice is great but he's like Bam Adebayo abuses him and the Celtics just don't really have anyone that can counter him and that's where if Gordon Hayward can come back and play good and you're just kind of matching up their best five and our best five, um, I think that that helps them. But prior to the Hayward um, return, like having Tice out there at the end, I think was kind of hurt them. All right. Bruins, you have just like a clo- closing thought? On Honestly, the they, they, I think suck. Yeah. And they, not going to lie. I, I don't know if I, t- or actually, you know what? I did text you guys. It was after um, game two when they got blown out like seven to one or whatever. 
and I, I texted you guys and I texted Eric Clifford and you all told me I was overreacting, but I was like, that was the series like series over they're done and they didn't win another game. And I mean, Tuka Rask, I mean, that guy's got to go. Right. Right. Like, bye. Right. Well, so yes, but like, as from a guy that has supported Tuka, I feel okay saying that, but the people that were always such haters on Tuka and they were like, Oh, Tuka sucks. Tuka sucks. Get Halak in there. Like, that's what you got. So like, you can't complain about Tuka being in there and be like, Oh, he fucking sucks. But then, when they lose, be like, oh man, like Tuca really yeah, but, screwed them there. Like, yeah, that's... But I, yeah, but I think it's like you're also like I don't think that those those people weren't saying get Halak in there, in like, well, like, like who do you want to trade a for? A bubble playoff situation. No, where... but I'm just saying like people people were saying that like this season in seasons past, like I'm people saying, that have always hated Don Tuca were always Tuka... like get player X in there instead, and it's like my All argument right, but, has always been then. okay, who are you who are you putting in? But Nick, okay, here's the thing. Listen, Tuca at the beginning of this says, "Hey, I don't want to be a part of the situation. I want to be with my family. It, like, I I need to do this." I'm like, "It's a pandemic, man. Do your thing. I can't blame you. You decide to go in there, right? Not and like leaving. I still don't think you're a bad person, but just I'm just saying, like, as a player and whatnot. Like, you you got in there. The team's been counting on you. Well, so we don't we don't know the circumstances." from which he entered. I think that there was, I think personally, and like I, if we ever find out, I will adjust my opinion accordingly. I think that the Bruins, he might've been hesitant to begin with. And I think the Bruins were like, we have like a real shot at this, like give it a shot. And he gave it a shot and like, it didn't work out. Now I, I will say this is like complete out of left field but the a rumor I have heard floated out there is that he found out that his most recent child is not his. And that's why he returned out of the, or left the bubble, I should say. What? I'm just wow. saying completely out of left field. So, like, if it's something of that magnitude, especially, I'm like... I'm not okay, going to yeah, hate I'm on him sorry. for it. Uh, so, yeah, okay. so we I, don't, and, and we don't know the clear. reason. Or if the Bruins were like, please come in. We have a real shot at a cup. Like, we need you. And they, like, kind of coaxed him in when he didn't want to. I think both of those scenarios okay. are in play. So what about the Patriots, Nick? They suck. <laughs> um, no, Pats suck. No, um, okay. honestly, they uh, – I am just excited because it looks like we're going to have a football season in New England. Um, obviously, when we're, we're recording this, they had just lost week two in Seattle. But I watched the game in its entirety, and having watched it, I it, like obviously there's no such thing as a good loss. But Seattle is a very good team, and we lost a game that we could have won on the final play. And I'm not like, oh, we're like, for those of you that didn't watch, it was essentially a goal line run. They ran Cam Newton. They got stopped at the goal line. Time expired. So it's not like it's like, oh, they could have thrown a Hail Mary to score a touchdown. They lost by five points. But that's like a game they easily could have won against a Super Bowl contending team. And so I'm like, if not nothing else, I was wondering at the start if the season in New England would even really matter. And it looks like it's kind of going to matter a little bit. So just excited. If you're gonna lose it, if you're gonna lose a game, lose week two to the Seahawks for sure. Like that's definitely like that's a 
especially losing losing your essentially franchise quarterback of the last 20 years. Um, week two against Seattle Seahawks, who have a experienced coach who's had success not only at the collegiate level, but obviously the NFL as well. And then, like honestly, in my opinion, maybe the most underrated quarterback in the entire NFL yeah. in Russell Wilson. Um, and obviously you don't get the fan yeah. perspective too, but like playing in your home stadium does make it more comfortable. And they were on the road Sunday night. Like that's late for them going on the East coast. I'm just like throwing another factor out there. That was a good game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I th- Hey, they played well. I think Cam Newton's been out there with some energy. Cam looks legit. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. He's been out there with some energy. He's got me thinking like Bill brought him here not only because of his ability, but just because, like, I feel like he needed a quarterback with confidence because you got Tom Brady, like, who's some, not me, but some call the best quarterback of all time, like, leaving your franchise, and you need a quarterback that's going to come in here and, like, actually have the confidence to, like, step up and try to throw some touchdowns with a Patriots jersey on. So, um, impressed so far with him. So, do you think Cam Newton, how many games do you think he misses this year? Nick, based off of he's ran what like eleven rush attempts and then like fifteen or something like that. So I so, think that that's like he's right now he's playing for his contract. Yes. So I don't think not that he like I think this is something that all athletes do where they will go through much greater lengths to play through minor nicks and bumps, and I've, okay. I I think that more so for football, but like in a contract year. Um, I think he, he's going to need something that's like literally needs to keep him off of the field as opposed to like, I don't know. I don't think he's going to sit out like two weeks with a hamstring pull and then come back after two weeks. Like if he is, if he misses any games, it will be because he had to have surgery on his shoulder again, or he tore his ACL or I don't know, did something wild. I do agree. They are running him a lot. Um, but I think that I that mean, even took I don't think he misses each game, game. He's run less. Yeah. Well, so two after two there's only been two games. So. Yeah. No, I know, but he he ran fifty. <laughs> like, each game. Each game. No, like, would show. I'm just saying, like, if you have him, like, what you're saying, you were just well, Garby was just about to extrapolate his stats and be like, he's run this amount of times. So if he continues to run at this pace, like he'll break the NFL rushing record attempts for QB, which I, I know that's where you were going. And so just what I'm saying is um, like th- the first game he ran a lot because that's kind of what it called for. He ran 15 times, but I think like five to eight is going to be more in his wheelhouse. And I think that especially for a quarterback of Cam's size, um, I know he does have a little bit of an inju- injury history, but he's just kind of like Big Ben where he can take a little bit more of a pounding as opposed to maybe like a smaller guy like a Kyler Murray or something. I was also impressed um, with the stat that Julian Edelman broke his single um, single game yardage, receiving yardage, with, uh, week yeah. two with Cam Newton. Rich, did you hear about that? I did, did not you see know that? that. Yeah. He broke a single, his single game? Yeah, single 179. That's the most he's had in a game. Wow. Second, second week Brady with Cam Newton. Tom Brady sucks. Huh? Right? Tom, I love it. I love Tom that. Tom Brady sucks. I oh, love that's it. That's crazy. Well, I just think that that's like it shows. Really? 179? Yeah. That's a lot. I well, I mean, that's, a, that's a lot, dude. That's, that's like. A, that's a ton. That's he's a ton. hit Like he's hit 150 before. But I think that that's like a direct. If you look at it, 
his yards per catch, like that is a direct difference of Cam between Tom. Like Cam's taken more shots downfield. The, the right. Patriots offense for the last 20 years has been like systematically and like surgically moving down the field where with Cam Newton, like on Sunday night, Edelman, I think had two catches that were like 30 plus yards. You know what I mean? So he, he right, doesn't yeah, regularly right. do that. So yeah, it's kind right. of refreshing to see it's different. All right. Yeah. Ravens. I'm happy with what I've seen so far. Yeah. Jets, Jets are a real dumpster surprised. fire. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Jets, Jets are hey, J E T S. Suck, suck, suck. But uh, I'm happy with what I've seen from the Ravens so far. Um, all right, cool. Well, let's jump into it here, boys. We have, uh, we're in quite a bit of time and uh, have not yeah. started our main topic. Um, bachelor party, Nick's bachelor party. Nick, your bachelor party was awesome. I'm not going to lie. Hats off to Garby and myself for planning it. Yeah, it was dope. Exactly what I wanted. We just grilled, did a lobster bake the second night. That was awesome. Golfed um, before, golfed the day before. Yeah, well, actually, we golfed uh, 27. We golfed two oh, days before, and yeah, then we, right. we had a morning oh, session with King awesome. that day, too. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, getting Definitely getting big into golf. I beat Garby straight up at nine in the second day. It was great. You did. I'm pretty you sure it's the only time I've ever beaten Garby straight up, which is pretty sick. So. You, earned, yeah. you earned it, big guy. You earned it. Thanks, dude. Not gonna lie. I played played lights out in the first seven holes. Blew up on hole eight and nine though. So it's what it is. It's what it is. Um, some highlights really quick. Uh, the cornhole tournament was maybe the most fun I've had playing cornhole ever. Yeah, that was pretty why. sweet. We literally had like two lit. solid days of cornhole. Yeah, Eric and uh, Eric. Um, Paris. Clifford and Paris Ballantyne dominated the cornhole board. I'm glad that me and John King could take them off. They went undefeated until literally like the end of the night on Saturday, and they were like hammered and whatnot. Me and John were like, "Yo, you guys want to play a quick game of cornhole?" And just like came in here and dubbed and, and broke their uh, undefeated record, but they were dominating. So that was wicked fun. Um, we had beer taps. That was awesome. The Paris bought like brought his like homemade essentially keg taps, and we had essentially keg taps. We had drink three kegs actually really good estimation on booze not gonna lie yeah we we ran it took out to the end like of the night to kick like, yeah yeah um but we had three kegs one like miller light and then we had a couple of ipas from uh obc or no brewing company which was great uh was it not from obc no it was marsh island uh marsh island, Ch- marsh island. chucker ipa and then it was mason's hipster apocalypse ipa so neither of those being from Orono Brewing Company. Yeah, right? I tried to get those, but they as well as well this. It was they were both fantastic. Uh, did some canoeing. I didn't. You did, Nick. Yeah, did a cool. little canoeing. Did did some fishing. Um, didn't catch anything, but yeah. it was. Uh, so what what was the funniest part of the the party in your opinion? Funny moment that you can think of. I know I'm putting you guys on the spot. The funniest part. I mean, I can't. I I really can't say what the funny. I think the funniest part was. (laughs) Oh, like you can't say it. Like you know what it is, but you can't say it. Yeah, Um, no, I do. It's not that. I mean, do you want? Do you want me to say what it is? I mean, it's not that bad. It's not like we had strippers or anything. No, I know. I mean, you literally. (laughs) I can't even say it, dude. It's so messed up. So, so my, my funniest part was when I think it was Chad. Um, I think maybe Baruti 
and maybe Queso were canoeing and Stecco was hitting golf balls at them. And he kept coming like he was like a foot like away from them each time. And they're just like waving. And then they just see this golf ball flying. And they're like, hey, it's just like, <laughs> it's funny. Um, the other funny part that I think you were going to talk about is the blow up doll. Is it when I put the corn stalk up the vagina? <laughs> no, the part that I was going to, I mean, that was pretty funny. We put the whiskey bottle up her oh, butt. That's pretty funny. Um, um but I have, no, a, I I have was, like a line of pictures I was gonna say, of you when, guys with the blow-up doll on my phone that is just like, why did we take all of these pictures? Yeah. Like, well, honestly, the one part that was like I was going to talk about, I forget the order that it happened, but it was at the end of the night on Saturday, and you, like, exorcist projectile vomited into the kitchen sink, right? Yes, And yes. then, it I don't know a, if that was before stuff. or after, but then you took a, a knife and you cut the blow-up doll's head off oh dude that was the most honestly when you did that i literally was disturbed because i was just sitting there watching like watching those guys fuck around with the blow-up doll and then you just come in garby and you like fucking palm the head and just with a butter knife saw. <laughs> like, it was literally brutal dude literally thinking about it right now serial like, killer-esque so honestly, um, that was my funny moment. I wasn't gonna go there, but you guys made me. We we can cut it out if we want. So, uh, <laughs> so you're like, I totally want that cut. <laughs> really quick, the uh, the food was great. We actually had lobster. Um, obviously, did burgers, dogs, um, and then cooked a cooked a entire pulled pork, which was great. Um, not gonna lie, dude. Todd and myself cooked the pulled pork, and the pulled pork slaps for sure. It was great. Um, lobster was fire. Cooked the lobster in like an old beer keg, essentially, and boiled like thirteen lobsters at once, which was great. Uh, it was awesome. It was really, really, really fun. Um, and then led right into uh, your wedding, which was not far after. Yeah, the wedding was uh, an elite experience for sure. Um, like no complaints, honestly. Obvious. Uh, we all got tested beforehand. We did um, just to be safe. safe so situation. everyone got tested prior. Um, had the ceremony at St. Anne's Church. So this all took place in Kennebunkport, Massachusetts. Um, so St. Uh, Anne's Maine? Church. Actually, yeah, actually... Mass- I said Massachusetts, Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah. Kennebunkport, Maine. So for those of you that like aren't familiar with the area, it's kind of like close to where like the big bush compound is out by the water. Um, but, so the church well, was... Probably like 35, 40 minutes south of Portland. Yeah. Uh... Um, so ceremony was like beautiful had like really nice outdoor uh ceremony and very picturesque it was just like classic new england overlooking the water and everything and really couldn't have asked for a nicer weather or a better day and you know all the people we just like truly care about most were there obviously the, with a few exceptions but the ability to have like our wedding party and families there and it was just uh you know really worked out as really best you could have predicted given all the circumstances i think you're underplaying the view it was literally almost like a peninsula and behind you the atlantic ocean was there yeah it was, and it was like you just saw the atlantic ocean just in the yeah like, it was pretty awesome it I'm was not gonna awesome. lie like it was yeah probably the best venue i would say i've been at like i i don't know i also very much um I really liked yours as well, Garby, because you had water in the background for yours, uh, and I thought did it at a really good time. I didn't. 
the man-made lake. Yeah, there was water there. Could you see it? Yeah, of course. Coming out when you were walking out of the building. Oh, okay. Oh, on the right. Yeah, I guess you're. I guess you're correct. It's not. It wasn't the same in terms of water, but that's okay. I don't remember water. (laughs) Again, I said. Listen, I'll be honest. Like. This was better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. You know, I'm not offended. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just saying I also liked yours. I'm just like, I've been to a few weddings and like, I I needed that. Honestly, I needed that. I literally can't even give you a fucking compliment without you just coming over here trying to tear me. Hey, you know what? Don't tell me I came in second place in a nice matter. Just don't talk about it at all. I didn't tell you you came in second place. I didn't fucking put it in I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's all good, brother. Jeez, this, is a t- this is a testy episode for you guys. Fantasy advice, and now Rich says Garby's wedding venue sucks. You like, instigated please. the fantasy advice, Nick. You instigated that. Well, I mean, um, when you give sucky advice, I feel like I should. Uh, okay, all right. It um, was a nice. It was a nice fucking venue. Okay, like yeah, no, it was it was beautiful, Lord. and then we had the reception. Um, um, well, I say reception, quote unquote. We went back for dinner. Um, and that was at the No Nantum where we were originally there, supposed to have well, our hold reception. On. There, was this, there was the stretcher out incident. Stretcher out. Oh, uh, you want to talk about that? Okay. Yeah. So it was, essentially, uh... obviously, like we're doing pictures. We're doing pictures, right? And like you know, you're doing a bunch of like it's if you've been in a wedding recently, like there's a bunch of corny pictures you do. One of them's like all the groomsmen like holding up the bride, right? And so the photographer comes up to us, all the grooms in like, all right, like, let's do this. Like, all right, somebody's got to like take on the brunt of the weight and like, you know, lift her up. And then, and then essentially like, you know, you're going to stretch her out. And, and so I'm like, all right. I, I, so I, I pick up Laura and then she's like, all right, guys, stretch her out. Come on, stretch <laughs> her out. And we're all just sitting there <laughs> silent, taking pictures. And then all of a sudden, Jess, Laura's yeah. sister, who's in the party, she starts giggling. And then the rest of the, the, rest of the uh, bridesmaids just start losing it because of, you know, obvious reasons. It's, She's know, like, stretch her out. Huh. Yeah, get huh. it. It's, huh. it's a wedding. Huh. <laughs> get huh. it. So stretch the rest of the weekend, what, the rest of the weekend, that was the inside joke. So oh, stretch her out. Everybody's saying it, whatnot. And so that brings us to Maddie's question from last week. She turned in. She said, did you stretch her out? And the answer is actually no, we didn't because I was essentially just holding Laura up. And the rest of you guys didn't even take on any of the lift. So we didn't actually even do the picture right. And I'm like, I don't even think it came out right. Oh, wait, Nick. So first of all, you're going to get that picture if you haven't already. But there was a videographer. Was he there for that moment for the stretcher out? Because yeah, that would be great for our, our, our fans only page. I don't our think he only. was. Okay. I don't think he caught that one. I think my, my hot mic was gone by that point. How do okay. you feel about asking him? Because that would be sick. Well, he already gave us the video. Yeah, and it, it right. was not uh, – I did not hear okay. the stretcher out. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's cool, what it cool, is. Cool, 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 cool. Not upset. Not upset. Not upset. Um, the house was awesome. Yeah. So then we kind of the idea we wanted to have is obviously just with COVID, we were worried about like having a place really to be able to go in downtown Kenny Bunkport. So what we wound up doing was um, Laura, shout out Laura, had found this pretty sweet Airbnb across the street from Cape Arundel Golf Course, which is a really bougie golf course in that area. And it slept like 10 plus people. And so we had the whole wedding party stay there afterwards and wound up being like super fun place just to be able to go back each night and kick it with everybody. And, 
Yeah. No, you, you, mean, just... you mean have a three day bender? Yeah. Is that, so yeah that so essentially we had a, we had a three day bender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty crazy. We drank a lot of booze. A lot yeah, on that on that Sunday, my body like literally went into like organ failure. It was like, oh my okay, God. I know, no more. And I left that Saturday, busy. and I was already and shout, bad. Sh- shout out to Megan who was sober the entire time because she's pregnant. Yeah, shout she's out like, Meg. Literally there the entire time, sober as a bird. She had fun. She had fun, especially when like the girls got together and they started doing their gossip. Remember that night, like. Yeah. They started just like gossiping, and then we were outside playing Beirut. She's like, well, yeah, th- that's my kind of party. Like- like, this is how you know we're getting old is because, like, now this happens in our group all the time. We're, like, naturally. It's, like, back all, to, like, middle the, school days. All the women, like, like congregate in one room and then, like, all the men congregate in the other room. And then, like, at some point in time, the women make it very, like, clear that they don't want the men to be in the room that they're in. So they, like, close the door and they're like, hey, you guys are good out here. Did anybody need a drink? No? Great. Boom. We're having a conversation. And I'm just like, at one point in time, I'm just sitting here and I'm just like. Wow, we're completely segregated by gender right now, which is just hilarious how this naturally happens. Yeah, yeah. So, it was uh, it was a good time though. It was a Saturday uh, for the boys. Yeah, Saturday for the perfect. boys. Yeah, it perfect. was a good time. It was, it was fun. Okay, so did Queso ever find his keys? Nope. So our good friend Chase Borden lost his keys, um, which is honestly just super frustrating because I think the group of us that were there looking, no joke, we tore the house apart. For a good two, two and a half hours. We went through the trash and we couldn't find. I honestly didn't know what we were going to do that day. So it like actually worked out kind of already (laughs) because we didn't have a golf tee time to like five and like we were all so hungover. So it was like, I'm not really looking to day drink, but. um, So it took up your time? Yeah, exactly. It was something something to do. I don't know. Like ideally he doesn't lose his keys, right? But like, you know. Huh. No, that was okay. worth. That was worth like the I mean, two, three hours it took. Um, yeah, it took us some time, which is good. Also, I have a bruise that's finally starting. To, it's gone pretty much. Yeah, you tried to climb on a chair and change a light bulb, which is always a super good decision when you're wasted. So and I can put that on the fans only page. Crack your rib cage open. Um, yeah, so that was a great time overall. Worth it. Nice. It was fun. Wedding was great. Really happy for you guys. Um, so congratulations. That's awesome. Um, don't need to harp too much on it, but we all like don't have like a ton else this year that we're doing outside of Friendsgiving um, that we can like kind of look forward to just because of COVID, which sucks. But hopefully we'll get out of this uh, pretty soon and, and have some more uh, have another chance to do like one of these maybe in the uh, maybe in the winter time like January February. But mm, yeah. I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped for my baby's for coming. Thanksgiving and my baby's you're coming. Gonna, yeah, you're going to have a baby in January, right? Yeah. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. Are you Garbarella. Are we coming up to we come, Oh, Garbarella. I forgot about that. Um you will, you will definitely come up. I'm going to say it depends on COVID what's happening with that cuz they might not even yeah. let my fucking gra- my parents in the hospital. Yeah. So, we'll see. All right, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Try and have her on like a Wednesday Yo, or Thursday. what if we Thursday? just come up? We can get wasted at oh, your yeah. house. We yes, could. You're gonna need someone to watch better. Nick, hey. Nick, let's do that. When Garby has a kid, let's go up and let's just get trashed at his house. Oh. Well, we'll watch Meadow. Love that. Oh, dude, we can go golfing. What if it's during the day? It's Rich, January, it'll be in January. Uh, you're right. 
You're right. Um, you know what? When you're right, you're right, and you're right. You can't. You don't generally golf in January. You can, but you don't generally golf. In not January. in Maine. Not Maine. Not Maine. Let's right, fly we'll, down we'll to get, Florida we'll, and we'll golf while Garby's having the child. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we'll get up there. We'll get wasted. We'll be waiting at the house. Set some stuff up. Hmm. Honestly, I'll, we'll rent a truck. I'll bring the smoker up. We'll, we'll smoke some barbecue. <laughs> Hey, Carbarella, you want some po' pork? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Why are Rich and Nick drunk? Like, bring home her, bring home the baby for the first day. Why is Rich and Nick drunk in the garage? Like, he's literally wasted. Just like smoke barreling out of the garage. Rich and Nick are passed out because they just like were too wasted to head out. So, uh, man, yeah, it'll be good times. It'll be good times. I just, Garbarella. I just don't see that happening, but we can dream about it. Yeah, no, it'll be great. You just said you were going to hit us up. What do you mean? You coming up with the smoker the day my baby's born? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah, I, no, probably not. Well, maybe, honestly, if I, ha- if I had a truck, I would do it. It would not okay. be that hard. Are okay. you planning on getting probably a truck not, in between now and January? Nah, probably not, dude. You're right. It's probably not going to happen. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah. Uh, we can get a small one. Honestly, we could borrow Todd's. Could do that. All right, the let's table, back let's table these plans. How about yeah, ta- okay, table right, cool, for next cool, cool, discussion? Cool, cool. Fair, cool, fair, cool, fair. Cool, cool, cool. Too, too um, late. I already bought my plane ticket. What are you uh, – do you guys – were you drinking anything fun tonight? Shipyard. I'm basic. I love pumpkin. You shipyard guys pumpkin that, head. So. Wow. Shipyard yeah, pumpkin baby. Let's go. Big shipyard guys. Big shipyard boys. Mm. Um, I'm drinking Stone Face on Tap. Set up the kegerator. Let's fucking go. Dude, you're so the man. I want one of those. Dude, see, Garby's always trying to shit on. No, I'm serious. That was for <laughs> yeah. real. That, that was Garby. actually for real. Garby, what? DIY. Let's come up one weekend. Let's build one. Yeah, that's true. Paris has I, plans for it. I, I got to pay off it. my fence first, which I'm doing this Sunday, but I'm totally down for that. That is Paris cool. has, that's a great winter project. Honestly, honestly yeah, I'll exactly. tell you right now, it's not that much cheaper to buy one. Or it's not I, that much more expensive okay, to buy okay. one. Okay. Okay. To be to be honest, we I'm down to do it, and I we think you could probably build, build a though. big. Well, you could build a bigger one, I think. Like you could build like a ch- like Paris is, is like the size of a freezer chest, so you could fit two full, well, like half barrel, but like full kegs in the freezer chest. Sounds like an expense. So you, a keg for you and well, a keg so for Megan. For, you could buy one. You could you could set one of those up and get that for like probably the same amount that you could get like. You know, a one barrel keg arena that like see, I have. See, the thing about that is winter in Maine. I feel like I could just keep a keg in my garage. Yeah. And then put some CO2 could. on it. I don't need, I don't absolutely. even need a fridge. You absolutely could. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I just thought it would be a cool project, but I guess not. No, let's do it. Let's do it. I do yeah. have a lot of other things I do want in my house um, for DIY stuff. So there's other opportunities. And yeah. I'll come down yeah. to you if you want. You know. What was the last shitty thing you fixed? Oh, the step in your basement, right? No, no, no. He set up the storage. Remember, he sent us the pick of the storage. Oh, yeah. Because st- we were because we didn't see it. It was a hey, basement you got, storage. Did you guys get my pick? Perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, we got it. <laughs> testing, testing. Uh, it was good stuff. That was funny. Um, all right, cool. Well, you guys watching anything good? Um, honestly, my life has just been, it's kind of a cool time just cause this is the first time that all the major sports are on at once. So I feel oh, like I've just awesome. been very, 
very sports centric, awesome. like with the NFL on Sundays so now. Basketball. basketball. I've ever watched this much basketball. Like, same. Like, of like same. other teams. Same. We've been That's because we're betting so on much. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're betting so much. <laughs> um, we are seriously betting so much. So. Okay, again, I want to say it's not that much. It's like literally like ten, five, ten bucks here and there. I mean, we've seen like, Ryan lose a lot of money. Oh, gosh. Please. I'm up. Um, I'm up all time. One. I've been watching uh, American Barbecue Showdown. It's pretty dope. <laughs> it's super corny. It's like like a, a Food Network like almost a TV show, but it's on it's on Netflix and it's pretty good. Um, yeah. Anything, Nick? You're not watching anything you said, right? Uh, no, not really. I do have two quick shout outs though. Um, one shout out. I have a my official. Uh, I don't know if I ever stated it, but I wound up buying myself as a, a self wedding present. I bought myself a hard Yeti cooler. And have not regretted the purchase one bit. It Do you is... wish you went with the 45? No, because I liked our plan that we talked ourselves into that Laura is going to get me one for my birth, Get me a 65 for my yeah, birthday when we have a house. So this is a good portable one because I feel like if I had the 45, it would be heavy to carry filled up. The, the but 35 is not light. It's not light. It's not light. But it's, um, light. it's good. I, I, very happy. So big Yeti guy. And then okay. uh, stickers, also stickers during the bachelor party. Stickers. Yeah, shout out Queso because he did have some pretty dope stickers from his road trip that he went on cross country. So I was able to get a lot of cool ones on there. And then also just so I can get it out officially, shout out Pair of Thieves as part of my groomsman gift. I got everybody Pair of Thieves socks, and honestly, hashtag <laughs> pickpocket. Love Pair honestly, of Thieves ha- socks and underwear. I'm a big, I'm a big Pair of Thieves guys. You guys all know this. I'm huge Pair of Thieves. <laughs> As you guys honestly, all know, I'm wearing Pair of Thieves boxers, wearing Pair of Thieves socks, wearing Pair of Thieves. Same thing. Are you actually pants? Are you actually Rick? Yeah. Yeah. I'm serious. All three, baby. Pair, pair of Thieves sweats, Pair of Thieves socks, Pair of Thieves boxers. Oh, by the way, I'm a boxer guy now instead of a boxer brief guy. Make yes. Hard switch. Keep them hanging, dude. Keep them healthy. Keep them healthy, keep them hanging. That's what Garb said. So, and pair of thieves. I got boxers, and they're like my favorite pair of underwear now. Yeah, aren't they awesome? So, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is New England Social. We know you come here for our underwear talk. So, um, thanks so much for listening, Nick. Where can they find us? Uh, Instagram at any underscore social. Twitter. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> dude, wow. dude, giving dude, I'm taking no one, I'm taking over the Twitter. I'm taking over the Twitter. I'll do it, dude, but no one responds. Yeah, dude, because you don't do anything on Twitter, dude. All right, we, honestly, yeah. from here to the end of the weekend, I'm tweeting at it's least one weekend times is, a day. Dude, one weekend's not going to do anything. No, dude. but like, I'm just saying, until our next episode, then, I'm tweeting at least two to three times a day. I'll tweet at you guys, so be ready. I don't have Twitter. No, I'd rather you focus that energy on Instagram. It's a lot to do two accounts. Just like it's, it's a lot to do two accounts. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Anyways, where can they find you, Jackass? At son underscore of underscore Ray twenty four because that's my dad. Cool. I'm Ryan A Garby. That's Ryan A G A R B as in boy E on Instagram. And the A stands for Apocalypse. I'm Richard Kennedy. You can oh get gosh. me at Kennedy. Ryan 16. Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Apocalypse Garvey. My parents hated me. Honestly, apocalypse. I feel like I feel like Apocalypse would be a, a really pretty dude, name I feel like for that's a girl. A badass name, dude. Dude, that'd be a pretty name for a girl. Apocalypse Garvey. Or Appa. 
Kappa. Uh, <laughs> you can you can find me at Kennedy sixteen twenty seven on Instagram. I'm Richard Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Dawson, Ryan Garvey. We're doing good social deuces. Later. Bye.